Nobody ate that pie but me. Yeah, but you. All right. I ate, the pie. I ate the pie. I ate all that pie. All the I'll tell you about it in a minute. <laughs> you, you abandoned your hamburgers and ate all the pie. Mm. <laughs> it is that Christmassy time of season to be feasting on stuff. <laughs> I know well, we'll save it for a minute. Let's go ahead and get started then and play our music. <laughs> This is the podcast that sounds funny. This is the week of December 12th, uh, 2023, season four, show seven, episode 162. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and joined with me today are... Now 60-year-old Terry. I'm 60-year-old. <laughs> and the younger sister, Jill. Yeah, the young. <laughs> the young and still vibrant sister, yeah. Well, yeah. You're, not, you're not old and wrinkly yet, yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, are getting ready for rolling into Christmas season, and we got at least a few Christmassy things to talk about as we go. And uh, in case people didn't know, because they didn't have the pre-recording, Terry is not going to video his this uh, podcast for his fans-only account. <laughs> so, he got my shirt off. Well, there we go. <laughs> and, and maybe even more, as far as we know. So, <laughs> So he'll we'll turn on his video, and you can pay for that, or <laughs> you can pay for me to turn it off. <laughs> I got a I got a bag of almonds. I'm putting them away. Oh. I was eating some almonds, one, and I one didn't buy one. Huh? When it started squirming around, if I should bite it more or spit it out. Oh, and you had a warm squirm, almond. <laughs> when the almond squirms, I don't think it's almond. Maybe it's a big roach. Maybe it's worm. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a small almond or a big roach but well, we'd like to start uh, off with a little bit of what's new does anyone have a question why don't you stop coming around here bothering me and while sleeping beauty was waiting prince charming came to her door come in prince uh, oh it's the doorbell <laughs> something that's happened lately a funny family well, or life story Something reading, watching, doing. Six days ago was my birthday. And I just had a little party at home where nobody came over. And yeah, and you're a one week old baby. My, diapers. my wife said, Here, I forgot to give this to you. And there's a birthday card. Man, I didn't have no money in it, but. <laughs> yeah, not even a sticky it it was a card, one of those sappy, I mean, good cards with all this writing in it that I thought was going to be like a funny card she got. It was all about being 60 and wise and everything. It was, that was for you? And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was for me. And, Had number 60 on it. And it gets to the end, and then she put um, from Terry and Aaron. I said, ooh. Give that to me. I put it back, put it in the envelope. I'll give it to you on your birthday. 
<laughs> it's her birthday is another like eight days or so next Wednesday. Yeah, well, and so, if it's about her being the 16, why is I can go for that? And she says, and so she says, uh, well, you can't do that. It's, I put Terry K. And I'm like, well, I could make that K into an L, I'm sure. I used to change my grades on my report card when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I used to be able to change that F into an E for intelligent. Now B, yeah. they didn't have E's back when we were in school. I know, but well, I said he didn't E know for that. Intelli intelligent. <laughs> e, e for intelligent. Yeah, because it doesn't start with an E either. Yeah. And my wife says, she turns around and says, well, why didn't you just put a line down the other side and make it look like an A? And I go, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, of what the eight says is the three. What happened to What's your left here? side? Roxana's cup. Oh. <laughs> well, I had more up here. Well, uh, I, had, I don't have I a lot cup full on my, my notes this week for stuff other than my wife that, uh, decided that she needed to change her pants today. Uh, and I said, well, that, I hope she does that daily. <laughs> uh, like, well, that's, that's a pretty good idea. Your wife and, changed her pants. Uh, and then she said she found four dollars in the pocket. I said, You need to change pants more often, <laughs> <laughs> change pants mm -hmm. twice a day. If you want. Yeah, that's a way to do it. I don't think it's anything right really exciting on, happened. On we went to church on Sunday and we had our Christmas cantata. Oh, yeah. The choir sang, and it was yeah, a pretty good... Uh, we're having our kids program this coming Sunday at church. I don't think they do one for kids. We don't have a lot of kids in our church, though. I think they did it one year. Well, it's not going to be a full cantata. They're just going to like sing a few songs during the worship song section of the worship service. Oh, We did know. that Sunday. We haven't been to church in like forever, and we made it Sunday, but... Yeah. There was another story, but um, uh, we we went to church, and my wife didn't want to wear this thing. Uh, but um, the day before my birthday last week, my wife fell down our basement steps, but she had to tell everybody at church that I pushed her. Yeah. <laughs> but she, we have a handrail on one side of our basement but not on the other side. And she was going down and she slipped and she reached across to catch herself and pulled the muscle in her shoulder and her arm. Oh. And she was in pain. And then the next day uh, she was coming from the living room into the dining room. And we have a little toast stubber sticking up a half inch elevated floor. And she tripped and went face first into my bamboo floor mat and scraped up her face and so then on Wednesday the next day we ended up going to the emergency room <laughs> after our, oh, Thursday <laughs> and so she went to the emergency room after our Christmas party on Thursday and um, they gave her put her arm in a sling nothing was broken just bruised and sprained strained her muscle but so she's in a sling so then she couldn't do anything for long time she found it difficult to drive and stuff and whatever but she wanted me to do all the cooking and cleaning and i was like what <laughs> she's just getting you prepped yeah. for her birthday <laughs> <laughs> that so birthday is coming we were, she wants you in practice we were 
we were in the emergency room. Okay, we, it was after the party, and Keith wasn't there, so Jill might have known, maybe you didn't know. Every time we have a Christmas party with the Madison County Blind, uh, my wife has a dress that's a Santa Claus dress. It looks like Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus. And so after the party, we went to the emergency room and we get in there and they're like, hey, wait a minute. You're usually the one on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> and then they go, I remember you. I've, you wore that dress here before. And I was like, yeah, a couple of years ago at Christmas. You know, it's like, wait a minute, you wore it or she wore it? <laughs> no, she wore it. The one time I stepped well, on a nail yeah, and ended sure. up in the emergency room. And, <laughs> and uh, so she was laying on the table. I said, wait a minute, this this looks a little different. You're supposed to be up here. No, nope, it's her turn. <laughs> I was just hoping they didn't think I punched her in the face or something, but yeah, something. Wow. I was well. just worried how, how much it might have um made her face ugly and All scratched up. Yeah. Well, she'll heal. <laughs> and they said, Oh no, she's still just as beautiful as before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just had to bring her into a face if she got all marked up or something. <laughs> and I think that's about all my hot news. Hot news about your hot wife who falls off there. Well, not not news. I mean, we got news coming, but just a story of what's happening. Right. The what's new stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm always news listening news. to books and stuff. Uh, but lately, I've just been checking out other podcasts. So not a lot of that department for me. Yeah. Anything new, Jill? <laughs> Not much. I've been I've been playing a game called Time Crest. That's my thing, and that's been taking up a lot of my time because it's one of those like the books I've Sarah, brought up before, Shh. where you read a little bit and then you decide: do we go down the trail or do we go to the beach? You know, and then the story goes on from there, and then you know, what do you do next? And it's an interactive book, huh? Yeah. On and I phone? actually, fin or... yeah, on my phone, I finished it. It takes about a month or so to finish the whole thing. And I finished it the other day. And so I was like, now I'm going to go back and select some of these others and see what might have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have those for that. Or if you had an Amazon device, you can, they have games like that on there, too. You can play like that. It, it's yeah. too bad life doesn't work that way, huh? Right. What, what would have happened <laughs> if I made this other decision? If I and then I wouldn't have this kid. <laughs> some of them are really odd, this though. This troublesome some, person in my life or whatever. <laughs> the character in the game will get hurt, and some of the comments will say, I'm sorry you got hurt. And some of them are like, well, you big klutz. And I'm like, I can't say that. <laughs> you big klutz, you know, try to be more careful. And I'm like, oh, do I want to select that one? Because that just sounds so mean to me. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a mean person, so I'm always like, uh, but I wonder what will happen if I say that. What will, you know, where will it take us, you know? Yeah. But it's fun. It gives me something different to do. and <laughs> It's called Time Crust by Sneaky Crab, if anybody out there is mm -hmm. interested and looking for it. And it's at the App Store. It's a free download, but they do have stuff you can buy. By Sneaky Crab? Yeah, that's the name of the... Inventors, I guess you call them. Uh, I've been, there's, a, there's a book series you can get from Audible that I've been reading. It's written by Sneaky Pie and Rita Brown. <laughs> I suspect Sneaky, Sneaky Pie, Pie is a cat. 
because the books are all about how how these pet cats solve mysteries and they kind of nudge their owner into finding the clues so the owner can solve oh, the yeah. mystery. Oh, yeah, just tell me about those. Somebody Murphy is <laughs> the author, right? Yeah, Mrs. Murphy is one of the, the cat in the book. And I think Mary Harry is the cat's owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there's a whole series of them. There's like over 20 books in the series. They're all free. Uh, I don't know how the lady does it, but... Oh, and I told my daughter about the Andrea Heldsley book. She yeah. says on her, what are you? Where did you find it? It cost her fifteen dollars. Yeah, you have to pay a token for it. That book's not free. Yeah, it costs either one of your tokens, or you can if you spent all your tokens, it costs like fifteen bucks. Yeah, but it's I don't book. know what I've never. I'm not a member of that. Uh, Audible, Audible. That's what it's well, called. Audible is a free app. Um, and they do, of course, they, they want to make money, so they, they sell you books for your digital whatever. They're all audio, so you listen to them just like you do with the Bard books. But, yeah, my, my first impression is if I can get books for free for, from Bard, then I'm going to do mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I, I do use the Audible app because you can, there are books you can find for free. You just go to the search box and type in free, you know, free huh. Mysteries, free romance, free westerns, and you'll find them. They'll be, you know, cl- you know, classic open source books. Mm-hmm. You can get mm-hmm. like Jules Verne. You can get Mark Twain. And then there's sometimes a classic book you got to pay money for. It's like I don't know why sometimes they're free and sometimes they're not, but yeah. But there are free ones to be found, and and you can also listen to podcasts through it as well. Oh. I got plenty of podcasts on my Victor and my phone, so that keeps yeah me well, busy yeah, doing that anyway, too. Yeah, yeah we just, should move on. <laughs> we should move on. Does Terry have any quick birthday updates to I have? Uh, Happy birthday! There was only a couple today that was of any people might know. Was uh, uh, Barb, Bob Barker would have turned a hundred. Oh, wow. Would have went over without going over, uh, <laughs> and he died. But uh, the other person that died would have been their birthday is Frank Sinatra, would be 108 years alive. Yep, and, uh, well, he, he lived like over 100 before he died. Yeah. Wow. He, uh, I mean, there was there's some couple others, but there's people like I don't know who that is, or we don't care about rugby players or scooter players or snookers or whatever but and those curling players those curling champions it, it said another one it, it had another Bill Nye on there but it said a, a, a British actor so I don't know it's not the same Bill Nye the science guy but the other Bill Nye yeah <laughs> apparently one in England but you know that's all I had for those two birthdays happy birthday everybody all right. Well, so not a lot. But it's stuff. not intended to be a huge segment. Just something to add something a little bit different. Oh, who goes there? Or advance and be ready. Come in. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention. We have just received some late news by the 9 o'clock bulletin. But anyway, let's, do, let's <laughs> yeah. do some uh, random topic. And what I have... 
here is America's 10 favorite Christmas movies. Oh. Um, and apparently, the top rated one is. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, I lost my place. Wonderful Life is America's favorite Christmas movie. Uh, he is reminded of the positive impact he has made on the community that he loves when a guarded angel shows him the timeline at which he never existed. Of course, we all know that. To The Holiday, 2006, America's huh. second favorite movie. Um, Who'd that with, have? I think seeing, what does it say about Queen that? Queen Latifah? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Starring yeah, I don't think Jude so Law, Kate Hazlitt, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz. The Holiday is a romantic comedy that follows two unlikely love. Uh, from, one from England and one from American that uh, arrange a house swap. And they, I guess crisscross lives uh. or whatever. Sounds good. Uh-oh. Number three, you know Elf. What? Elf, that's Elf. a good one. Yeah. yeah uh, like America's Elf. third favorite. Um, Stances Elf discovers his true identity and his biological father is still alive. He sets out to New York City to find him and get him off Santa's naughty list. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know that I've ever actually seen Elf. I know I was talking with somebody and said, well, we, we've watched it before. It's like, yeah, it must be one of those things where it's either totally forgettable movie or I just wasn't paying attention to it. You'd have to listen to it with the audio description. It makes it a lot better when you know what's going on. Yeah, so I can't look it up. Uh, number four, Bad Santa, 2003. Um, that see. has uh, this black comedy uh, files the Santa life movie. An alcoholic life of a guy working as a mall Santa. Billy uh, Bob however, Thornton, I think. Uh, yeah, I just watched that Addiction movie. makes it increasingly difficult yeah. to play the role of Santa. Number five, Little Women, 2019. Little Women? Is that a Christmas movie? Little Women? <laughs> well, it's, I, I, if you read the book, I've never seen the movie, but it starts out at Christmas time. And if you when you read the book, the story takes place throughout one year. I think it ends up at Christmas time. Oh. Um but of course it's uh, the classic movie um written I forget who wrote it. It follows the four Mart sisters as they navigate life in 1860s America and is set between two pivotal Christmases told using flashbacks uh, of the sisters. Um, huh. No, it's awesome. Oh. Anyway, um, number six, Scrooge yes, 2, yes, 1988. <laughs> I like Scrooge. Uh, this is a Bill Murray. what version. Oh, that selfish TV executive more interested in his career than the people around him. He is visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future who show him the air of his ways. That one that was a good one. Uh, seven, The Night Before in 2015. I don't remember seen that one either. Um, Seth Rogen and Anthony somebody who play Anthony Mackey, who played childhood friends 
to reunite for the best party in New York City. I don't know if that even sounds good, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, eight. Fred Claus, 2007. I don't think I've seen that one either. Yeah, I don't think I've even heard of that one. That's the got uh, strange, uh, Santa's strange older brother, Fred Claus. I've struggles living in his brother's shadow. Uh, after losing his job in Chicago, Fred goes to work for his brother at the North Pole, where he provides a unique perspective on the impact of putting children on naughty and nice lists. I can't think of the guy's name, but he was the guy that was on Dodgeball and I don't a couple know. other movies. I, I, I don't know that it, it probably said, but I might have missed it because I was. It's not Kevin up. James, but I can't remember the guy the guy's name. Anyway. Number nine. Arthur Christmas 2011. Huh. Okay. Um, Arthur the Aardvark, probably. Yeah. The 2011 animated comedy features the voice talent of James McAbool as Santa's clumsy but opening son, Arthur, who discovers his father uh, is to. Wait a minute. Who discovers his father? I missed the word there. Has discovered his father has failed, oh, failed to deliver a present to a girl and sets out to deliver the present himself. Okay, that's oh, pretty cool. So it's not Arthur the Aardvark. It would be Santa's son, you said. So. Yeah, apparently. Unless unless oh. Arthur the Aardvark is Santa's son. You know. <laughs> His, his double identity and all those cards. Yeah. Uh, and finally, number 10, um, Last Holiday, 2006. Um, story of Georgia Bird, a shy department store worker who discovers she only has weeks to live after being diagnosed with a brain tumor with the operation being too expensive to afford Georgia decides to sell her worldly possession and takes a dream vacation to Europe during the holidays to live her last weeks to the fullest. Oh, well, I guess that would be a thing to do. Well, I thought Rudolph would be on there. I just watched that the other day. I like that from 1964. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when Rudolph when it first came out. <laughs> That's how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, that guy in, in, in Fred Claus is Vince Vaughn. Uh, his name, yeah, it popped in my head. It, it it may have been on there, but sometimes it it it's easy to miss when you having to listen to the voice talking to you. Well, luckily you put so, those out there anyway, so people will have time between now and Christmas or Thursday when this comes out to watch some of those movies. Well, just like you said about the other lists, you know, I've done the lists and stuff, of, and I'm surprised. You know, Home Alone was the biggest, you know, making money maker that. Yeah, some people always say Die Hard was a Christmas movie and uh, Lethal Weapon. Here's an extension to the list. (laughs) That would be Uh, like the Little Women one. Maybe they did Christmas. Extension to that list. Number 11 is The Grinch. Yeah, that's a good one. Jack Frost. 13, The Family Man. 14, Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang. 15, 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There we 15. go. Yay. Uh, now I'm happy. <laughs> is Holiday Inn, 1942, Bing Crosby. Uh, 17, Disney's Christmas Carol. And tw- oh, wait. 18. Wow, Little Women's on there again. Oh, 1918. Wow. Oh, 18, Little Women. 1994. So there must have been an earlier Little Women and a 2000 something Little Women. 19, Serendipity. And 20, Santa Claus is coming to town, 1970. Hmm. And that's all the, the big list of movies there. So, and again, this came from. Uh, looking for it. C S G O L U C K period com. Uh, a reason I want to mention that is because it says if you leave this on your show to give them credit, so there we give them credit. Yeah, whoever they are, <laughs> whoever they are, uh, we get no kickbacks from them. Go visit their site. Uh, no, but anyway, it's kind of... Laura, this is Dad. Oh, where are you, Father? At the hospital, but I'm coming right home, Laura. After I hang up, be sure to shut and bolt all the doors and windows. Why? What's happened, Dad? One of my patients has just escaped from the hospital. Uh, let me call up the fleet and tell them, will you? Yes, Jet. Hello, Space Fleet. Discovery call in. Have message for all ships. Come in, please. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to move on to some... News. news. I have to put my popcorn away. I was munching on that during the movie. I have a story here. Just saw it. Hopefully nobody else did. Um, You got somebody did a story in past episodes about a big giant duck that appeared. Oh, that was my story. Somewhere. (laughs) Well. And down in Texas, a mysterious inflatable Santa Claus has appeared. Oh, yeah. And nobody seems to know where it came from. Um, its origins or, origins are a mystery. Uh, in T- Tyler, Texas, um, the residents of the Hollow Tree area, it's the subdivision there, Noticed that there was a vacant lot, and and they woke up, and there's a big, giant, inflatable Santa Claus there. <laughs> and he came across the southern border, <laughs> and nobody lives there. Nobody mm-hmm. knows who installed it. Uh, they told the KETC television station. Locals have been flocking to come and see it. And there's photos of it on social media, and they you know, uh, you know, it'd be funny if it was a giant inflatable baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all the rest of that story. I've noticed a lot of our odd news stories are getting really short these times when you look at them because the one I, I had.
one I have is the Christmas too, but it's in New York City, and it happened this last Saturday. It said, and there mm. were hundreds of people dressed up like Santa Claus, and I don't know why they did this except Santa, for the Santa fundraiser. Con. Santa yeah. Con. Yeah. yeah, they had to go from bar to bar, and I was like, who needs a bunch of drunk Santa Clauses walking around? <laughs> to me, I was like, it's funny that they're going to help you with the fundraiser to help. Every bar they went in, they had to pay $15 to get into it. They're looking so for the last, the last drunk Santa standing. <laughs> yeah, they, that helped with their community, I guess. But why in the world dress up like Santa Claus? That just makes Santa Claus look bad. Yeah. <laughs> look, Mommy, there's another drunk Santa Claus wandering around. <laughs> yeah. There that, wasn't a lot to that story, but they I need to that's... have the uh, what the, the heat miser and the snow misers out there getting drunk, make them look yeah, bad. Yeah, Scrooge or, or somebody. Or, or drunken, <laughs> drunken Grinches out there. Yeah, there you the go. last drunken Grinch standing. Uh, but mine here, uh, a horse breaks free from a carriage and wreaks Hatton in Manhattan while running wild. <laughs> wild horses wild in Manhattan. <laughs> this should be an Eisenman song about wild horses. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but an escaped horse caused damage to parked vehicles before sprinting down a busy highway before being captured by two off-duty police officers. Hmm. And that's pretty much the whole story. Uh, there is more to it. The horse, you know, how they have those horse-drawn buggies. You can take little buggy rides through Central Park mm -hmm. or whatever. It was one of those kind of things. And uh, the horse broke free of the buggy, and then got got spooked by the traffic and was just kind of, you know, trying to climb on top of cars like like it was in a BLM <laughs> ride or something. I don't know. It's a good thing there was a convertible. You might have climbed in one. <laughs> you might have dropped a surprise in the convertible. Who knows? <laughs> right. And those people with their damaged car going to their insurance company. Look, I got a horse print on my hood. How There's do a I get hoof this print <laughs> right there. Look at that horseshoe mark right there. <laughs> It's a group called Mensa. Uh, I was looking for the what it stands for in this article. Um, but it, it's a group of people, uh, uh, baby geniuses, you know, people who are geniuses. Um, in, in Kentucky, a two-year-old girl, a toddler, has been... Uh, not abducted, uh, inducted into Guinness Book of World Records. Is she has intelligence beyond her years. Um, it's a high IQ society. It's a two-year-old girl, you said? Right. She's scored in the 99th percentile of intelligence for her age group on the intelligence scales. She has the Mensa, this organization has the you know, highest level of intelligence in the world. 
Right. You have to be a genius uh, to join it. Yeah. Right. She learned her alphabet by the age of 18 months. Oh, wow. And then she was soon reading. Uh, now she's studying this. rocket science. That. <laughs> <laughs> It's seven months she could pick out items from picture books when asked. It's uh, well, my my youngest son, when he was only hours old, was able to watch the cute nurses in his room as he walked in and out. <laughs> he would look at them come in and he would watch them go out. That's how smart he was. <laughs> the guy could sit in the bar having a drink, and the bartender said, This guy needs CPR. And it's like, does anybody know CPR? It's like, I know the whole alphabet. <laughs> and the whole bar thought it was funny, except for that one guy <laughs> <laughs> who was leading the CPR. Yeah. This one that I got is in Los Angeles, California. This guy, Gabriel Hernandez, took a video of his friend sticking french fries in his tailpipe of his <laughs> Lamborghini McDonald's french fries and oh, then God. driving off real fast and the french fries fly out of the tailpipe up into the air and they thought it was funny. Huh. His $250,000 wow. Lamborghini. They Sorry. were afraid it would mess up his exhaust, but of course it didn't. It just blew him out. And... Just blew the fries out of his tailpipe, huh? Yeah, I have no idea why people they... would do this, but... <laughs> they they thought that was they funny. Probably, they yeah. probably thought it... You know, they probably thought French fries would be okay since a, a whole potato would, would blow your engine up, you know? Oh. You know, so they well, say they say it does but i think that you, people actually have done it and it doesn't really harm your engine <laughs> but it doesn't make it run very well i think it might blow, well, it i mean make it it's probably blow it out i mean it's going to build up so much pressure it's going to shoot right. it out like a gun you know a potato gun <laughs> uh, yeah. it was snowing french fries i guess is what did a raining <laughs> french fries but like raining tacos yeah yeah that's A hospital is... worker who had sex with more than 100 work corpses over 15 oh. years went undetected. Oh. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's a bad bad boy, Lister. <laughs> now, it said hospital worker, but as soon as you read, read the phrase sex with corpses, I bet you it's not a woman. <laughs> that's something that some some depraved dude would do I, I can't imagine a woman being that depraved and that is, is sure enough David Fuller a hospital electrician committed 140 violations against the bodies of at least 100 girls and women in two different hospitals over a 15 year period that's like almost what one a year mm. And wow. if you read the full arc, I'm, I'm going to go into it. That's, that's enough right there. But the, the ages range from like, I think it was two to 90 or something like that, or a hundred. Wow. It's like, why? I mean, that's just disgusting, but it's like, that's yeah. definitely a, a bad boy list right there. 
Yeah, put him on the top of that bad boy list. Yeah. Actually, this is a bad girl here. Uh, in Texas, school districts removes a convicted prostitute from multiple <laughs> roles in their school system, including overseeing sex education. <laughs> now, the the first who better headline, to teach you. <laughs> I know who better to teach you than a professional. Uh, and, and when I first saw it, I thought the headline said a teacher was was the professional prostitute but if you read the article what it turns out she's not wasn't a teacher uh it was like a pta kind of a thing and they want to have parents you know be part of their kids education well prostitutes have kids too (laughs) yeah and she has her kids in this school and being a parent she wanted to participate (laughs) <laughs> so she thought she would help oversee the sex education as well as bring a couple your, department. Bring your parent, kind of like a bring your dad to work. What, what does your mommy do? Uh, <laughs> once, now her conviction was like ten years ago, like in 2012. So like, oh, well, that's it was so, so, some years ago. Maybe she learned her lesson, and maybe she's not going to do that anymore. Turns out she's still active, and she has her name listed on a on currently on an escort site in Texas. So she's still doing it. She's the author of being a professional prostitute. In Wales, in England, um, a bomb squad was called to a man's yard he had a a, um, uh, this uh, missile this rocket adorning his garden for over a hundred years thought it was just a garden um, ornament (laughs) painted up like a garden Uh, gnome (laughs) um, the guy uh, his name was uh Jeffy Edwards, who is 77 years old, who lived there, um, he, uh, Milford Haven, Brookshire, Wales, he lived there for 40 years. The previous owners said the object had been in the yard for decades. And so... He just he went went around delivering lemonade because you can do that over in other countries. But anyway, and and um, he was going down the road uh, with a horse and buggy and found the shell and brought it home, put it in the yard. It's been there ever since. Well, um, he struggled back up the beach and stuck it in the yard, uh, plunked it upright. In the courtyard, in the front yard, and it was a actually, it you know, the bomb squad was called. They they examined it. It was uh, from the 1800s, so 19th century bomber. It said 1890s or something. Hmm. Uh, Didn't know they had and, bombs back, missiles or whatever back then. Yeah, they they did. Yeah. And I was thinking more of a cannonball back then. And 
it was it was like an old friend, but they blew it up anyway. <laughs> and they, I mean, they took it to a safe place. They detonated it because it, you know, it's like you would think, you know, wow, as much as it was manhandled to get it there in the first place, and sat there and all, all forever, and who knows. Described it earlier. I mean, they didn't I was thinking it, it, if it was like a box that had this bomb in it, it reminds me of an old Phil Harris song, which I think I'll insert in between our segments here. Mm. <laughs> you listen to it later, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, and wow, that's weird. Let's get a little more upbeat here. <laughs> While I was walking down the beach one bright and sunny day, I saw a great big wooden box a-floatin' in the bay. I pulled it in and opened it up, and much to my surprise, ooh, I discovered a right before my eyes, ooh, I discovered a right before my eyes. I picked it up and ran to town as happy as a king. I took it to a guy I knew who'd buy most anything. But this is what he hollered at me as I walked in his shop. Oh, get out of here with that before I call a cop. Oh, get out of here with that before I call a cop. I turned around and got right out of running for my life. And then I took it home with me to give it to my wife. But this is what she hollered at me as I walked in the door. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. I wandered all around the town until I chanced to meet a hobo who was looking for a handout on the street. He said he'd take most any old thing. He was a desperate man. But when I showed him the, he turned around and ran. Oh, when I showed him the, he turned around and ran. I wandered on for many years, a victim of my fate. Until one day I came upon St. Peter at the gate. And when I tried to take it inside, he told me where to go. Get out of here with that and take it down below. Oh, get out of here with that. And take it down below. The moral of the story is if you're out on the beach and you should see a great big box and it's within your reach, don't ever stop and open it up. That's my advice to you. Cause you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Oh, you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Can't you let me have to say... $25,000. Let me look into it. Uh, as we transition... Let me tell you something, Phil. There's something greater than the material things in life. Something beyond and above earthly possessions. Skills, words. Hey, moving to some <laughs> weird words, yeah. yeah. Well, this week I'm taking it a little easier on you. I got a bunch of different ways. If you're out in the world and you want to say Merry Christmas and you're in another country, 
how they say Merry Christmas. All right. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you want me so to. You get to pronounce all now, these words. Huh? Before, yeah. before, you, before you start, just this morning, I was just trying to be funny. And I was trying to get my Amazon or my phone. I was like, how do you say Merry Christmas backwards? <laughs> it wouldn't Did do you it. Say? Though, so anyway. Oh, no. No, it wouldn't well, do this, it. This first one I have is, of course, you'll know this one. Feliz Navidad. Feliz. That's, that's French. Well, you say Felix. that's a spam Spanish. <laughs> well. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. Well, this Keith told me how you say it in German, but they said it a little different. How do you say it in German, Keith? We know the Weihnachten. Fraulich Weihnachten. Something Wiener. like that. Well, the W Nachten. is pronounced as a V. Weihnachten. Winter. Now it, it's Fraulich, uh, but some people do just say Fraulich Weihnachten. Frohi Weihnachten is the classic way to say Merry Christmas. Frolic Weihnachten. Is a more traditional way to say Merry Christmas. Rolish Ashton, then I guess. Let's see. In in Dutch, you would say Merry Deutsch. Christmas. Rolic Rolic Kirschfish. Rolic Kirst Feast. Rolic Kirschfish. Yeah, that's in Dutch. Right, so uh, if you ever go look at the tulips in Amsterdam. <laughs> Let's see, in Mandarin Chinese, if you ever happen to be in China. Or the Chinese buffet. Dumpling Quayo. You're very good. You, you said it just right, Joe. Yeah, probably not, quayo. but that's... <laughs> the Chinese word for Christmas is Shang Danji. Shang means saint. Dan means birth. Ji means festival or holiday. So... Altogether, the word for Christmas means the birth of a saint holiday. In Chinese, an easy way to wish someone a happy or merry holiday is simply to add the word, Kuile. Unlike in English, where we'd say happy birthday or merry Christmas, the word for happy slash merry comes after the name of the holiday when you say it in Chinese. It's common to shorten words in Chinese, and the phrase merry Christmas is no different. Shangdan Kuile. Either way you say it. People will understand what you're going for and will most likely reciprocate with a Christmas greeting of their own. Send dumpling choir. Yeah, that's uh, what it sounds should, you like. You should try it out the, the, today, Chris, uh, Terry, when you go to the China Buffet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> In Russian, Merry Christmas is. Oh. This is going to be interesting. Oh. In Russian, it's Frosiskwald. 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 Guess Griswold is from on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. The official way to say Merry Christmas in Russian is S Rosdiestvam Hristovim. In Portuguese, Merry Christmas is Feliz Natal. Okay, it's kind of close to Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Feliz Natal. Feliz on your cow. Natal. Oh, Joy Noel. I think Keith Joyous might know that. Joyous Noel one. is French. Yeah. That's French, yeah. Joy Noel. You see that on Christmas cards sometimes. Yeah. Oh. 
Guinatali. That's Italian. Bon Natale. So if you're in Italy, that's how you would say it. I guess Santa knows all these. Probably, because he goes and visits all these countries. Sholishnuk is how you say it in... Sholishnuk. Sholishnuk. Uh, what? Well, Eskimo. Yeah. <laughs> Polish. Merry Christmas. Wesolik Swait Bozigo Narodzania. The short version of this is simply, Wesolik Swait, Happy Holiday. Hmm. Vincing Voive is Vietnamese. Uh. Vincing Voive. The Vietnamese word for Christmas is Yang Sin. Yang Sin. Yang Sin. Here are two common ways to say Merry Christmas. First, Yang Sin Vui Ve. Yang Sin Vui Ve. Yang Sin Vui Ve. In which Vui Ve means glad or happy. Second, Chúc Mừng Yang Sin. Chúc. Close your lips. Mừng. Yang Sin. Chúc Mừng Yang Sin. In which Chúc Mừng means congratulate, congratulations. Some people also say Yang Sin An Lan. Yang Sin An Lan. Yang Sin An Lan. In which An Lan means peaceful. But in Arabic, Merry Christmas is. Let me see. I actually, it's a guy that says it. So it's always been a woman when you use the translate thing. But in Arabic, Eid my Lord Al Masih. It was a guy. A real deep voice. Oh wait, you mean like this? Eid my Lord Al Masih. I owe it to the beep. The beep. I owe it to the beep. Is Arabic. Oh. I finally found it back. Cool. Yeah. yeah so there we go. But there is more. I just didn't do them all because it's harder to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Slate. He's eating into our time. Well... Have a little snap in our marching, shall we? Yes, sir. So we that can was... move on to Terry's top ten. It is, yeah. Top ten. Time to move on. Before I start my top ten, um, I was watching a football game, and the announcers were telling us, the viewers, that uh, the quarterback for, I think it was the Chiefs, or might have been the other team, um, they grew up watching Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning, he said, like people said online, he'd say, Omaha, Omaha, you know, like that, you know, was the word he would scream out. Well, there's a guy who screams out the words, here we go. Oh. <laughs> and they hike the ball. You know, it's like, here we go. Well, all, right. all right. Anyway. I guess, I guess that would be workable. <laughs> I don't get it. Um. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 
no hunting or trespassing signs. I got a top 10 list of uh, Christmas toys for toddlers on today's top Chainsaw. 10. So, <laughs> if you have any toddlers. Oh, yeah, toddlers. Well, that was short. <laughs> toddlers are pretty destructive. Eleven dogs retrieving. Number one. Melissa and Doug Paw Patrol Activity Center. Ten guns are blazing. Number two. Play-Doh Kitchen Creation Ultimate Ice Cream Truck. Oh, wow. Uh, Fancy. Toy Play Set. <laughs> There's one to it. It's like, those toddlers, lots of Play-Doh to eat. I was like, Wow. <laughs> That's like a big old long title. I, I like, wish I would have had that whenever I was a toddler. We just had Play-Doh in the Fun Factory. Ten guns are blazing. Number three, Fly Bar Fun Park. Fly Bar? Bumper Car Playset. I don't uh, know what a fly bar is, if that's a thing, or if it's a bar where flies go to meet. I don't know. Do fly I, Bar? It could be a brand name. Brand, uh, right, a brand name or something uh, it's, a, it's where you find all the drunken flies at it. It's a bumper car, <laughs> bumper car playset. Number four, uh, a chameleon, boo boo, JJ deluxe doll. Seven waiters waiting. Number five, Bluey's fun playhouse, ultimate fun playhouse. Like, he's I guess, a guy Blue. on YouTube, I believe. My yeah, grandkids like another to watch cartoon him. cartoon character or something. Yeah. Louie. Number six. Leapfrog. That's the brand. Green Sleep Learning Caddy. It's a caddy of cleaning stuff, so you can get your kids prepared a, to be a little toy broom, a little toy <laughs> yeah, dust pop, or something. That's caddy. what the parents like. The kids probably don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to get a lot of those for our kids. We're not clean up this house. Five golden ringneck pheasants. Number seven, little. Wait, hold on. Little live pets. Mama surprise. It's a, an interactive guinea pig that's anatomically correct and you can wa you can feed it and cuddle with it and in the morning she has little babies. Um uh yeah, watch this get the real thing, I guess, other than the fact that the real thing, if you don't feed it it'll die and the toy you couldn't neglect it <laughs> would be okay. Four duck calls calling. Number eight. Hot Wheels, Mario Kart, Rainbow Road, Race Way. I was telling my wife, I go, that doesn't mean it's transgender, does it? She's like, no. I was like, okay. If, if you get those cars that change colors, yeah. It's, it's mm. trans and it's rainbow. They're gay cars. Yeah. <laughs> Three wooden people. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, Squish. Squishmallows. Those are pillows. All the kids like them. Squishmallows. They yeah. they resemble marshmallows. Uh, are yeah. they like memory foam or Squishy. something? Or? No, they're just really soft and that soft yeah. material. And so like little kids like them. They make them all different sizes, big and little. I know my oldest grandkid to my youngest grandkids have them. 
a stress ball. A stress ball <laughs> for your head. You feeling stressed mm. up? Put your head right here. Squish, squish. <laughs> and they're pillows, and they're kind of shaped sort of like different creatures. I couldn't tell uh, you what some of them was, but I because they're just like a round, and then they have ears and eyes. And look, it's supposed to be a shark, or it's supposed to be a dog, you, you, or whatever. A baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and you put your head in his mouth. <laughs> Uh, number 10. At least. Um, number 10. LOL. Surprise, surprise. Uh, sweet treat dolls. Yeah. I was, I was thinking doll. when you said. When you said LOL, I was thinking they're like emoji stuffed animals or something. <laughs> I'm trying to doll. remember because I know my, some of my grandkids have those too, but I don't remember it's if they're like candy little inside. Oh, little uh, army guys is what I'm thinking they're like, but they're dolls like for girls. It says yeah. here it's got it's got candy in it. It's got nine compartments, and you open it up. And like play an operation, I think, but and a cartridge in a I thought it's either like an operation where oh, you get the candy so, out. So, you... so it has a picture of, of Terry laying down with, who, who ate too much candy and you gotta pick <laughs> it out of his belly to rescue him <laughs> for having a, a diabetic attack or something. <laughs> Nine different compartments and got candy in it. Or open it up. I don't know if you have to open it up with so, little tweezers. So as as a kid, <laughs> if you open up and you get the candy out, once you eat the candy, then what do you do? You oh, got to fill it back up it. with another kind of candy. <laughs> refill it. Yeah, I guess maybe it's like a Pez dispenser. You pop her head off. <laughs> yeah. Arms yeah, and legs. So that's why. They get nine head, arms, legs, and body. I wonder where the other her butt. Uh, the butt. <laughs> she just pulled candy out of the butt. I got that tootsie roll right it's here. A, yeah, it's that big long tootsie roll coming out. It's unreal. This keeps coming and coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's the poop toy. <laughs> oh. Well, you never know. Fine with them, just just to see. Now I'm curious. Right. <laughs> oh my my my. Because oh. I was asking my wife, because see, she was helping me and looking it up and, and trying to describe. Can you describe it? Anything? Well, well, it's got nine compartments. It's got candy. It's like okay, well, but she never did like say like one compartment is arm and arm and leg and leg and belly. Or yeah, that's one thing. I can only think of six. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe front and back. Or... Head, feet. You know. You, you track up on the head and you pick the brain out. There you go. <laughs> the gummy Push worms in the head. <laughs> Those are gummy Push worms in the intestines. Oh. <laughs> Push on its belly. It makes farty sounds. Uh, <laughs> maybe you get a marshmallow for the brain or something. Uh, <laughs> you get some uh, Valentine candy for the heart. Uh, some airheads for the lungs. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Airhead might be in the head. <laughs> That's an yeah, airhead toy. Uh, Let's begin by assuming that we are mentally stable anyway. Let's shoot him out of a cannon. 
Yeah, well, we'll just have them kind of fun making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that guy, will you? Oh, sheesh. Well, if we're already done with the top 10 list, that means we're ready for our anchor topic. Yeah. And uh, that today would be, I'm pretty sure it's living skills. Do Yeah, living skills. It could be you know, stuff in the kitchen, housekeeping, uh, home adaptation, uh, organization, uh, organizing things. Uh, anything strike a bell with that being Christmas how would you do living skills related to Christmas wrapping presents maybe uh, I I used to do wrapping uh, fairly well but with neuropathy it's like I don't even touch them <laughs> well, I, I kitchen, try oh go ahead well for kitchen like the other day we went to Herschel Taylor's party and when it was over, they said, <clears throat> we have some extra hamburgers. Woohoo! Guess where so they you went. volunteered yourself, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And so <clears throat> yesterday for breakfast, I ate a couple hamburgers. <laughs> and well, so my wife's like, you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> she, she, we took some paper towels and wrapped around them. She said that would help keep the bun soft. And I go, okay, well, could you got a plate or anything for us to put? It's not because I have a talking microwave, you know. And so she handed them to me, and I was like, "All right, I'll just sit them in here on the tray, on the spin around thing in the microwave, you know." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, it's got coffee all over it. We why did you spill coffee in my microwave?" Well, I didn't do it. She did it, but I mopped it up out of it. I put them in there, and I cooked it. And I'm like, "Okay, now I'm going to burn my hands getting them out." So I'm like, "Okay, I have a cutting board." Right here on my desk. I go, that's right over here on the desk. Can you hand it to me? I can't find it. When she hands me this uh, uh, contrasting uh, uh, pad, you know, like you put it on your placemat, you know, no right. slip placemat. And it's flimsy. I go, I'm gonna, look, I'm going to put the burgers on there and it's going to flip them right on my lap. You know, I go, give me that. I have a cutting board. It's a same thing, a, a contrasting. One side's like black, one side's white, I believe. Yeah. And I go, it's brand new. It's right there. Don't you see it? And I go, it's like, no. And I'm like, it's got a, a finger hole in it. You, you like, must have had the white side facing up on your white countertop. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was on the, I have a, a thing on the top of my computer desk. And so I had it against the side on the top here of my desk. And it's right. And I went over there. I go, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I moved it. <laughs> you know, like, Cause, and I, I put it between my file cabinet and my desk, I go, oh, it's down here. I forgot. You know, and that's just all part of, you know, uh, yeah, where did I put something? Organized at, you know? the I put it in the same have, place you know. all the time. And the one time I used it, I said, look, I take the cutting board and I put it right here in front of the microwave. I open the door, then I can slide the stuff onto that. Now I can carry that over to my desk and eat it or whatever. You know, right. it makes a good, you know, thing like that. And so I in, use in that. In case you ever need to have any emergency uh, steak to cut up while you're doing your computer, you can <laughs> whip it out and cut, slice your right, steak. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> so I was, just, I was just going over that because it's just a matter of if you put your stuff in the same place all the time, that's, you know, where, oh, it's right there. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I moved it. I put it down here. And yeah, we got and it. it's, we it's it handy right. for like moments when you lose something. Like there's been times it's like, oh, man, I can't find my. My headphone, or where'd you have it? 
Well, it's either at my computer or next to the bed or next to my chair. Those are the only places I would have this particular headphone, let's say. Well, right. I can't find it in the bedroom. I'll look back. Oh, there it is. If you always keep things, then then you'll know where they're at. Or like the other day, it's been, oh, it's been a while, I guess. Uh, I was missing a USB cord. I thought, it's always right here. I, I, by my nightstand, I charge my, my phone on it every night. What happened to it? And I thought, well, you know, whenever I got up in the middle of the night, there was something attached to my ankle. <laughs> seems to be dragging across the floor. So why don't you look in the bathroom for it? <laughs> like, there it was. I had something like that happen, but it was at the hospital. I had an IV in my arm, and I went to the bathroom, and somehow going to the bathroom pulled just enough to where it pulled it out. And when the yeah. nurse came in and asked where my IV was at, I said, in my arm, I guess. I didn't know it would come out. And she uh, said she found it in the bathroom. And was, so, yeah, sometimes things, you drop them, and they're not the place they're supposed to be. Yeah. You, you just have to re retrace your steps. Well, I went here, and I went there. Yeah. You know, it's somewhere between the bedroom and the, the kitchen table. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Yesterday, I was knitting, and I dropped my hook in the floor. I heard it hit the floor. So I got down on my hands and knees. I was like, I sit right here. I heard it hit the floor. It has to be right here. I could not find that thing any place. It was somehow had fallen to the back side of my chair under. Uh, it's like Underneath a recliner. Yeah. yeah probably... So it was actually under the leg, though, because you could feel under it so far, the chair. But it happened that it was under the leg where you had. I had to move the chair to be able to reach there. Uh, I yeah, call that Bermuda. Yeah. I call yeah. that Bermuda Triangle, but. Anything I drop on the floor between my feet, it goes under my butt. That's where oh. it always goes. It gets like sucked up towards the butt, you know, or something. But it's so weird to think I dropped floor. it in front of me. How, how did it end so, up behind in so, the backside? So, so Terry, you're saying your butt is a is a giant black hole, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks up stuff, you know? Sucks and, right up in there. Well, they call it in the outer space a wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have another story about something that space station for future that i ran across well, there's a, a few uh adventures and living skills and organizing and finding stuff sometimes you know you try to do your best to keep things where you can find stuff but every once in a while it does pay to have a helpful sighted person around to say oh yeah you would have never found it this way over here <laughs> <laughs> i've done that with the other house because we had a concrete floor uh, and I would, there was one day I dropped my Morocco shaver off the dining room table and it just fell down right there by my feet. Uh, oh, right there it is. I picked it up. And I, I checked and the, the head of it was gone. It was like, okay, it should be right down here. Well, we, it, as it would turn out, it somehow got on the opposite end, on the opposite corner of the dining room table. So it would have had to either flown up and did like a a pole vault over the table to land in this <laughs> corner or just like pinballed between all the chair legs to get over there. Like, I don't know how I got, I, I would have never guessed. <laughs> yeah. They do have a little spring, spring loaded to them. So, <clears throat> well, here I have wooden floors and I try very hard to not drop it. I, I rarely have that problem anymore, but yeah, that was that. Uh, 
to bend your nose down till it touches your knee. I'll stick hat pins in your eyeballs. Then I'll get a hot iron and solder your ears together. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, I'll torture you. Look, dearie. Yeah? Look mother right in the eye. Okay. <laughs> now tell me, is all this on the level? Absolutely. Oh. And I got a million things to do in the meantime. I guess now it's time to... Do we have any email? Do some email, right? Email? Sure. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> and for email, what we have here, it says, Good morning, Keith, Terry, and Jill. You fine folks, that, that sounds funny. I like this guy already. <laughs> I have a story for you. My eight-year-old son came inside from playing last Saturday. His name was Johnny. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, what about the story going now? <laughs> uh, after a long day of playing baseball, he came into the house for dinner. As we began to eat, his mother asked him, So what did you do today, little Johnny? He said that he played baseball, and then he proposed to Betty, our seven-year-old neighbor girl. All righty. We're going to get married, he said. Okie dokie. <laughs> his mother thinks this is very cute. I have a granddaughter who has all the boys in her class and her boyfriends. Uh, but I asked my eight-year-old son, how are you going to get the money to be able to afford the expenses to get married? He says to me, well, Dad, with the $1 I get from you and the $1 allowance that she gets from her mom and dad, I figure that should be enough. <laughs> that, that was fair enough. What year was this? <laughs> who, who gives $1 allowances anymore? I mean, we, we never had one, but uh, sometimes our grandkids get a bit more than that. Anyway, it goes on. Um, that was fair enough, but I thought I would push the matter a little bit and said, okay, but how are you going to come up with extra money? You know, should you all have any children? Little Johnny just looks up at me and says, well, We've been pretty lucky so far. <laughs> um, from Johnny's dad. <laughs> uh, that last line can mean a few things. It could mean he just has a teenage brother. He heard him say that. Um, it could be he watches too much TV. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I got a joke to go along with that. A little second grader came home from school one day and said she knew how to make babies. She yeah. learned at school. You take the Y <laughs> off and add IES. <laughs> yeah. That's how you make them, all right? Yeah. So I thought that kind of went along with your little email there. How to make babies. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a cross between a rabbit and a kangaroo. Hey, Abbott, was that guy real or am I dreaming? Well... Lots of news, isn't it? Sure is. Well, enough of this conversation. Take off your clothes. Wow. So is it time for final thoughts? It would be time for some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. 
How do you tell female chromosomes from male chromosomes? Look in their genes. <laughs> what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Pencil itis. <laughs> um, where does Santa do all the shopping for the bad boys and girls? Coles. <laughs> <laughs> My umbrella broke in half. But that's okay. There's only a 50% chance of rain. <laughs> what happened to the man who stole the advent calendar? He got 25 days. <laughs> uh, how did Scrooge manage to score the winning goal? The ghost of Christmas passed. <laughs> what do you call a magician who's lost his magic? Ian. Ian. <laughs> Lost the magic off the front there. <laughs> How does Christmas Day end? With the letter Y. <laughs> uh, when I moved into my new igloo, my friends threw me a housewarming party. Now I'm homeless. <laughs> it melted. <laughs> Why do crabs never share? they're shellfish. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you get if you cross a Christmas tree with an iPad? A pineapple. Pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pine tree made by apple. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for sale, a box of vintage candy canes. Mint condition. <laughs> Why do teenagers walk in groups of three, five, or seven? Um, like, not even. <laughs> not even. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Did you hear about the gingerbread man that went to the doctor complaining about a sore knee? The doctor said, have you tried icing it? <laughs> icing. <laughs> oh, put some icing on that gingerbread man. <laughs> Now, Terry did one some, somewhere to this last week, I think. But what do you call a wreath made out of $100 bills? Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you ask your Siri to fart, she'll say, it's not within my software to do so. <laughs> But the A-Lady will do it. What's the Grinch's least favorite band? The Who. <laughs> the Who's done a Whoville. I got everything for sale. A, a parachute. Only used once. Never opened. <laughs> Whether it was asked an actor to break a leg, because every production needs a cast. Why does Scrooge love reindeers? 
because every buck is dear to him. Oh. <laughs> well, I just started my Christmas shopping. I brought my wife a brand new refrigerator. I can't wait to see her face light up when she opens it. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I made a snowman laugh so hard, we both made yellow snow. Well, my next one is why did the snowman turn yellow? Ask that little boy over there. (laughs) (laughs) Has Calvin been around here? He always pees on stuff. Well, I got a snowman joke too. Uh, Why did the snowman get detention? He was up to snow good. (laughs) How many snowmen does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. Their hands keep melting. <laughs> That's funny at first if you think about it. Burnout light bulb's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, what do you call the elf on a shelf that just won the lottery? You call him wealthy. Wealthy? <laughs> wealthy. <laughs> wealthy. All right. Uh, I'm having an issue with the heat in my place and my son was complaining a little joking around but he doesn't like feeling like an icicle I paused and looked at him and said I guess because since I'm your dad I would be a popsicle (laughs) icicle popsicle Mm. why did the snowman cross the road because the chicken double dog dared. <laughs> oh, why is everybody so thirsty at the North Pole? Because there's no well, no well, no well. <laughs> oh, well. What are we going to drink? Melt some yellow snow. <laughs> this one is maybe is a Thanksgiving joke, but it works for Christmas too. How does a turkey travel by gravy train? <laughs> Did you know up at the North Pole, Santa Claus has three gardens? That's so he can ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what a vegan's favorite Christmas song is? Soy to the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's my first week working at the bicycle factory, and they've already made me the spokesperson. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of motorcycle does Santa Claus ride? A Harley Davidson. Yeah. I was thinking of Honda. (laughs) I didn't know. What do you call a reindeer ghost? A caribou. (laughs) Uh, My dad gave up smoking cold turkey. He's doing better now. He's just coughing up feathers. (laughs) What do you call a cat in the desert? Sandy claw. Might have did that one. What is what is it called when a snowman has a temper tantrum? A meltdown. Oh, yeah. 
Has anyone seen my Gone in 60 Seconds DVD? It was just here a minute ago. <laughs> 60 minutes, seconds. What do you get when you cross Santa Claus with a detective? Santa Claus. Ah. <laughs> Where do Santa and his reindeer stop for coffee? Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> I always find that charging batteries is revolting. <laughs> Who delivers presents to all the baby sharks? Santa Jaws. <laughs> what do you call an obnoxious reindeer? Rude off. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the promo? They're running at the pet store. Buy one dog, get one flea. One flea. Uh, who says oh, oh, oh? Santa Claus walking backwards. <laughs> or dyslexic Santa Claus. Ah, yeah. What do grapes sing at Christmas time? Tis the season to be jelly. I got another item for sale. It's actually for free. Free broken puppets. No strings attached. I can stop there. I'll save some for next week. I still got a couple. All right. Because I think I might be pretty close to being out of my Christmas supply. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I might be able to scrounge up one more, but I have to research some. But anyway, that's magnificent. Well, Uncle Mort, I I guess I'd better be going, too. What? Not to bed on a Saturday night. No, I uh, I thought I'd go down to the public library for a while and read. Huh? <laughs> good night, Miss Goodwin. It was so nice of you to come over. Good night, Marjorie. It was so good to see you again. <laughs> good night, Uncle Darling. Uh, good night. Uh, I'll leave the key under the doormat in case the library closes late. Pictures. <laughs> It's all too, too revolting. It does take us through our final thoughts, and now we're at the very end of the show. I heard people out there applauding. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! This is your your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. We're signing off. Tell a friend about us. How do we do and grow our listenership the most? And uh, when you're online, check us out at thatsoundsfunny.com. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. You can even listen right from the webpage, uh, any of our shows that are there. Uh, find us on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast directories. Leave us a good rating and review. And tell us your own funny family stories. Ask us a question. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. 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 Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.
So in the words of in the words of Ferris Bueller, what you guys are still here? Show's over. Go <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah.